Yes, episode five of True Crime. Salt and Lime. Salt and Lime. I'm Clarissa. And I'm Melanie. And welcome back, folks. We're here today to tell you about a badass bitch and a really creepy dude. As are most of our stories, actually. Unless the roles are reversed. There's the badass dude and a creepy bitch. Yeah, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis was a badass dude. Oh, I guess that's true. Well, yes, but jury's still out on what happened there. I'm still not convinced one way or the other. <laughs> All right, we're taking you back to the 70s, which was a really terrible time to live, we've decided. <laughs> Mostly because there was a influx in serial killers in the 70s. Like outrageous influx of serial and, killers in the 70s. And like well-known prominent serial killers like Ted Bundy. Son of Sam. You John listed. Lee oh, I was like, you listed all of them a second ago. Um, Charles Manson. Yeah. That's how he we. Was technically in the 60s. He got caught in the 70s. The Zodiac Killer. That was in the 70s, too? Uh huh. David Berkowitz. Oh, that's, that that's is Son of Sam. Sam. The Hillside Strangler. Jim Jones. 70, either way, 70s were not a great, great time to. Be around. Sorry for those of you who were. Yeah. And also, congrats on making it out alive. I'm sure you had a great time. Yeah, it's just as long as you did not encounter any of these... People who were all over the United States. I mean, they were everywhere. They were. There were serial killers. I mean, Ted Bundy, he's got multiple states. He was, yeah. All over the country. Colorado. Utah, Florida. Florida. He was all over the place. So, uh, you know, like Clarissa said, congrats on making it out. <laughs> Clearly. Oh. Clearly, it could have been touch and go. It was fucking Hunger Games. Like <laughs> <in the> 70s, <laughs> like. <laughs> so we're taking you back there because apparently 70s is where it's at when you want to record a podcast record a about serial killers. Because everybody died in the 70s. Also, everybody hitchhiked in the 70s, which. Let's just say that right now. It's a bad idea. Yeah, it makes for easy pickings. It's true. If you're a serial killer, you're like, oh, look. A buffet. <laughs> a buffet of victims. <laughs> uh. So basically, more of the story is: don't live in the seventies ever. If you're, if time travel ever becomes a thing, don't go back to the seventies. Right. And don't hitchhike. Hitchhiking is bad. Well-known facts. Yes. Now, we don't. Now there's not many hitchhikers. And it's not the seventies. We just have vaping. Lots of guns in schools. <laughs> we survive all sorts of different kinds of things now. The world is such a wonderful place. <laughs> so, now that we're all real depressed, okay. Okay, so we're going to tell you about Mary Vincent, which some of you may know, some of you may not. She's a pretty badass survival story. Um, and her creep-ass... Attempted murder? Yes, abductor's not really the right word. Her, named Lawrence Singleton. So... On September 29, 1978, 15-year-old, so she's a baby, 15-year-old Mary Vincent of Las Vegas, um, from what I understand, she was, like, in a military family, so she moved around a lot. Um, it doesn't necessarily say anywhere that she had, like, a horrible home life, but she was a teen runaway, so you kind of think. But, I mean, everybody at 15 thinks they're going to run Yeah, away, angsty teenagers, you know, I don't... I hate you, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a grown-up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> um, but she was 
left Las Vegas and was hitchhiking her way through California, and she was just staying with relatives she knew in California along the way. So she was in Berkeley. She had just stayed with her uncle in Berkeley, and she was heading to L.A. Um, to stay with her grandfather, and, I don't know, instead of asking for a ride from Berkeley to L.A., decided to hitchhike. I think it's really interesting that she's staying with her family, but her immediate family... Like, they must know. They must be like, oh, she's with her uncle. Probably. They're probably like, yeah, she's a runaway. Yeah, she'll figure it out. She, you know? she's, she'll find she herself thinks she's and grown up. right back home. Because if I were going to run away, I mean, <coughs> logic says maybe don't stay with your extended family if you don't want your parents, if you're truly running away and don't want your parents to find you. But at the same point, if I did choose to run away, I would 100% have to rely on people that I know because I'm not getting in a car with some man that I don't know. I don't care how nice he looks. Um, and I'm certainly not staying in his home. There are podcasts about that too. So, and he's definitely not doing it in the 70s. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. I wasn't here yet, but I definitely wasn't doing it. Um, but yeah, so she, I mean, I would assume her parents have some sort of tabs on her in some way. I they, mean, they had, they had to. to have. If she was going to stay with her grandpa in LA, like, he had to have known she was coming. And, like, her uncle knew when she left. So, like, I mean, I feel like they just had, like, some sort of, like, general idea of her whereabouts. Yeah, there were phone calls going around. <clears throat> and there. apparently in the 70s, with all of these, like, serial killers running rampant, nobody was like, be careful! Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't be stupid! No, they spread your wings, honey. <laughs> Fly away. You're going to grow so much. No. Bad no. ideas. You're anyway. almost going to get raped. No, she is going to get raped. Oh, turns out you will get raped. You you don't get to spread your wings. <sighs> spoiler alert. Um, no spoiler alert. So, anyway, so she was on the side of the road in Berkeley um, of some interstate. I don't know which. Um, <clears throat> there's many of them in California. Um, but she was with other people hitchhiking because, you know, it was like the thing to do back in the 70s. Yeah, it's at least safe if you're in a group. Do you have your exit, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> so they all had, like, signs saying, like, where they were going or whatever. And a blue van pulls up, and an older man is in the, in the front seat and says, like, oh, darn, I can only take one of you. Because so, there's, three, like, three of them, right? Mm-hmm. He pulls up in a van, like, mo- van, multiple seats there, and says, oh, shucksy doodle, I can only take one of you. And Big red flag. Well, the other hitchhikers apparently were like, yeah, maybe don't. No. And she was like... I'm tired, I want to get to L.A., it's going to be fine. It's this cute old man. Yeah, he was like 51, I mean, so not crazy old, but like old enough that he theoretically could be her dad. Yeah, like. And seemed like a trustworthy individual. Like, like while they, they would talk in the car and like she learned that he was recently divorced, but he had a daughter that was Mary's age, so he like had a 15 year old himself, like building some sort of rapport with her, I guess. <clears throat> or whatever, and um, so they were driving along, going to L.A. He, like, made a point to tell her that he was not on his way to L.A., but was, like, willing to drop her off to Interstate 5, which would get her closer. Also so. sketchy. Also sketchy. Yeah. I'm I'm not going there. It's a little out of my way. But you're cute. But you're cute. So hop on in. I'm not creepy. I could be your dad. I'm a trustworthy guy. In um, my van by myself. 
but I can only take one of you. Yeah, sketch as fuck. Murder van. Yep, murder van. Um, but, so, anyway, so they're, they are going along or whatever, and at one point Mary, like, realizes that they're, like, heading in the wrong direction. So she, Second red flag. Yeah, so she's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, where are we going? Probably not those words. I mean, what did they say in the 70s? Hey, man, where are we going? Hey, man, what the fuck? <laughs> people still said fuck in the 70s. Let me tell I, I wasn't there, but I believe that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what people said in the 70s. That was way before my time. Um, but, and he was like, oh, it's just an honest mistake. Like, I must have taken a wrong turn, blah, 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 yada, yada. We'll turn around and we'll get, like, on our merry way. So, this is a red flag to her. She, like, obviously knows, like, something weird is going on. Um, and <clears throat> she finds, like, something on the floor of the car and, like, points it at him and, like, threatens him. Like, make sure, like, she wants to make sure she knows where she's going, essentially. And, you know, that's when he does the whole, I'm an honest guy. It was totally, like an honest mistake, blah, blah, blah. So she kind of loosens up a little bit, but still, I mean, she's still skeeved by the whole thing. So they turn around, and he says that he has to, like, pull over or whatever because he's got to take a leak, as guys do, you know. I got to piss, so we're just going to pull over on the side of the road, and it's going to be fine. Yeah, how convenient. So they pull over on the side of the road, and he repeatedly rapes her. Um, she remembers anywhere from, like, six to eight times, but doesn't remember fully... She doesn't fully recall all of the times because he forced her to drink liquid she assumed was alcohol, and it made her pass out several times throughout How the much alcohol was that? Because even, even if you're 15, I think you need a lot of booze to pass out. I don't know. It, maybe it was laced with something. Though. Maybe. Interesting. Because she remembers having to drink this, and then she would drink it, and then she would, like, lose consciousness. Interesting. I don't know what kind of alcohol gets you that fucked up that quickly, but... Absinthe. That's my only guess. Maybe it was Was that a thing in the 70s? It was the 70s. (laughs) Everything was fair game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, repeatedly raped her. Obviously, she's, like when she's conscious, is, like, screaming and crying and asks to be let free. Um, after, like, he's continuously raping her, and then she begs to be let free, he eventually gets, like, so sick of her asking to be, like, like let go that he <coughs> goes back into his creepy man van, pulls out a fucking hatchet, and literally hatchets her arms off, like, below the elbow. Like, holy smokes. Yeah. I think, like, in one foul swoop, he took the right arm, and, like, the left arm took a couple of hits to get. But she's, like, grabbing him the whole time, and she recalls him, like, shaking because her arm, like, her clench was still, like, on his... Ha! <laughs> 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 you can't see me right now, but my jaw is, like, legitimately on the table. This is freaking... Ha-ha! <laughs> Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah, so... <clears throat> yeah, Patrick's her arms off. As if the rape wasn't enough. Yeah. Like, we're just going to take this 15-year-old and just, like, hatchet her up a little. And then <clears throat> throws her off of I-5, completely naked, and obviously bleeding out now from these, like, horrendous wounds she's just received. And says, there you go, now you're free. Wow. What a gracious soul. <laughs> obviously he's thinking, like, 
there's no way she's going to survive this. Like, right. There's no way they're going to catch me, like, whatever. Like, and so the whole time in testimony she's given, she says that she just, like, forced herself to stay awake because she knew if she would pass out, she was just going to bleed gonna... out. So this she's... is a, you know, a pretty intelligent 15-year-old. I mean, it's stupid to run away from your family, but run away again in this situation is relative. But, like, good for her for being conscious and or, like, with it enough to say... I Don't need to stay awake yeah. or else you're toast. That uh, happened in a TV show I watched last night. They fell asleep and they got shot and, you know, it's what happens. Oh I mean, can you imagine her getting shot on top of all of this? No. No. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's terrible. I have um, to laugh so I don't cry. So he throws her off of I-5, which is essentially like... Like a cliff. You know how in Colorado everything's like surrounded by ditches? Mm-hmm. But it's like a deep ditch. Okay. He like throws her off of it, thinking she's going to bleed out and die, and then... Maybe hit her a rock on the way down right. with her head. So like and, eventually yeah. the body will be found, but by that time he'll be like long gone. On to his next buffet victim. Right. Because right. there are a dime a dozen out there. Right. Um, <clears throat> well, I feel like there were more hitchhikers in the California area, just because the weather stays a little nicer year-round. Like, Colorado, there's not very many hitchhikers because it's freezing for six months of the year. But when I was in California visiting, I saw quite a few people hitchhiking or living in an RV that they just parked at random spots. You can edit that out. That's pretty irrelevant to the story. So weird. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, that's irrelevant. But anyway, so bad bitch Mary... Stays awake. No, she has to stay awake and crawls her way back up the cliff... Without her hands. Still fucking naked. Crawling her way up the With no planet. hands. Yes. You oh. don't got thumbs. That's what sets <laughs> us apart from the apes. <laughs> and then she manages to alert a passing couple who obviously pull over, grab her, take her to the nearest hospital so that she can have her injuries tended to. And she survives this whole thing. Like... Where were her parents now? Were they like, damn it, we shouldn't have let you run away. (laughs) We thought we knew what was happening, but clearly we had no idea. Um, So six months later, she's like fitted with prosthetics and all that other nine. So she's got little claw hands. Oh. Um, You can see pictures of her. She's pretty cute. Um, She's still cute. Even with no, yeah, she's like little T-Rex arms. Well, but except they're long. They're like normal human arm legs. They're just got little claws. That claw. <laughs> <laughs> um, but six months after, like, this horrible, horrible attack and pretty obvious attempted murder of Mary. Are you Googling her picture? Yeah, I am. <coughs> um, so six months later, she went to the trial because oh. he was caught, obviously, and she testified against him. He's got, like, a bulldog face. Yeah, he's... Like, he's got, like, some jowls. Yeah, and that nose. And a big old nose. (laughs) I'm not judging you, Larry. Please don't come cut my arms off. He's dead. You're fine. Great. Um, so, after all of this, like, she survives. She testifies against him. You want to know how long he gets? I mean, I, I see the answer. 14 fucking years. That's it. So that was the maximum allowed in California at the time, the maximum sentence, because it wasn't murder. It wasn't murder. So he was sentenced to 14 years, which the judge actually said, like, if he could have sentenced him longer, would have sentenced him longer, but it literally was not legal. 
14 That's years. crazy. <coughs> For that type of This man attack. has no soul. He chopped a girl's arms off. For this type of an attack, he got 14 fucking years. So, Vincent was awarded a $2.56 million civil judgment, which means nothing. Civil judgments typically mean nothing because nobody has any money to pay them anyway. Right. So she never saw a penny of it because Singleton only had $200 to his name and was reportedly in, quote, poor health at the time. So it's not like he could make more money anyway. So she was on paper awarded $2.56 million, but given $0. $200. For this whole thing. So on top of all of this. And then you're not even getting the justification of getting, like, life in prison. No. You know, if someone hacked my arms off and they had no money... But they had to spend the rest of their life in prison. Specifically, I'm going to request this if it ever happens. Solitary confinement, unless they're a weirdo that likes that. And then I want them to be out with a group at all times. I want them to have communal sleeping quarters. <laughs> Whatever they don't want, that's what I want for them. But you don't even get the satisfaction no. of saying, okay, he's got to spend the rest of his life behind bars. He was 51, so 14 years. That makes him 65. It makes her 29 when he gets out. Twenty nine, she would she would be less than that's thirty a, years that's old. That's a year and a half older than us. Yes, twenty nine years right, old. Right, we're twenty seven. Are we? Yeah. Or are we twenty eight? We're twenty seven. We'll be twenty eight in February. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank currently, God currently twenty seven. But that's fucking terrifying. I'm trying not to cuss on this podcast. I do it anyway. But holy smokes, we're an explicit podcast. It's fine. It's fine. Sorry, Dad. So on top of this. 14-year sentence that is outrageous anyway, he only serves eight years. Come again? Yeah. Eight of the 14 years he was sentenced. You don't need, you you only need one hand and three fingers to, which Mary has none of those. Um, That's to count eight years. You She could use her toes and still have plenty left over. Yeah. He was only, sir, he only had to serve eight years before he was released. He was paroled. Um, due to, quote, good behavior and diligent work as a teaching assistant in one of the prison classrooms. If this doesn't... What was he teaching? Human anatomy? I don't fucking know, but here's the thing. You know who else had some sort of something similar to this? Is Edmund Kemper was, like, <gasps> helped out with people and did that whole nine and then became the fucking co-ed, co-ed killer. killer. Yep. Like, prison rehabilitation sometimes works. Does not always work. Yeah, math proves prison rehabilitation is. If you're convicted of a violent crime, you, you got to screw get, loose. Yeah, you don't get a second so, chance. No, there's, no. Not, there's clearly something wrong with you. Like it doesn't matter if you're 51 when it happens. Like good old how are paroles? Edmund Kemper was a kid. How are paroles approved? Because the judge even said he would have given him a longer time if he could have. But then how did he get approved for only eight years to then get paroled? Like, the judge must, the original judge must have retired because it's usually the judge that... Well, I would assume, it, well, either that or he had a really good lawyer who was like, hey... He didn't have any money! He still gets a court-appointed lawyer. Yeah, that gets like, a at the time, maybe 50 bucks a case. I'm sure they weren't like, old pro bono this one. He hacked a girl's arms off. What a sweetheart. <laughs> you know, I mean... <clears throat> I don't know. I'm he, curious as to how. But if you think about happens. it, like these pe- people who do this kind of shit are 
fucking psychopaths. Like, they can manipulate anybody. Edmund Kemper was buddies with all the fucking police officers. True that. They didn't believe him when he called to confess. They're like, oh, no, it's just Ed. Ed, you're silly. You're just a funny guy. Like, if he made buddies or friends with all of these guys that were, you know, prison guards and people he ran into, the warden, whoever, I mean, he's a psychopath. He's fucking crazy. Yep, and he looks like a bulldog. (coughs) So, anyway, he was released after only eight years. Like a fucking winner. Um, So, he was paroled at 59. Um... He was, however, released on parole. He was, per- like, they, when you're released on parole, you have to, like, stay within where the, like, court tells you mm-hmm. to. So he was paroled to Contra Costa County. Wow, that's a lot of seats. Contra Costa County, California. But no town in the county would, like, accept him as a member of their town. <laughs> because everybody was so outraged at the fact that he only got 14 years and then only had to serve eight of them anyway. Justified. Yeah, so the, everybody was pissed. No one felt safe. So no Also town, justified. Yeah, no town was, like, gonna take him in. So the governor ended up, like, making the decision that he had to live in a trailer on the grounds of the prison, San Quentin, <laughs> to, like, for the remainder of his parole. Which he was only, par- he only was on parole for a year. Which wow. Which is outrageous anyway. <clears throat> but, yeah, so he had to live... In a trailer, like, in the parking lot. Yeah. Because no town would, like, accept his presence as, like, a member of society. Good, because you're a royal fuck. <laughs> Can't say it's not well-deserved. You're um, right. It justified. <laughs> Every decision in that that portion of this was justified. Right. Every town was like, uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, we're full. <laughs> we, we lived through the 70s. We now know... <laughs> We know what the 70s were like, and you were part of the horrificness that was the 70s. Yeah, so we're trying to move on. We're trying to be a better <laughs> be a better place. So California, in all of its glory, um, well, also because everybody was, like, in uproar about this whole thing, <coughs> excuse me, passed a bill called the Singleton Bill in 1987, which mandated that offenders... Found guilty of violent crimes in which torture is used, which obviously fits this situation, um, have a sentence of 25 to life, and it prevents the early release or parole of offenders who commit these Thank crimes. Thank God. So, too bad that wasn't in place. At the time. At the time. Um, because you know what that would have done? Would have saved some other poor girl's life. Precisely. That's what it would have done. Spoiler alert. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you can edit that out. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, every, we're going to spoil all of the alerts. Spoiler alerts, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, why are you pointing at me? Because for the record, oh. I said <laughs> I said this in another podcast. I said that what if an old person got released? And I they, know. I <laughs> and they got out and they killed another person. And Clarissa was like, no. No, it fucking happens. It fucking happens by this guy who has a bill named after him. Also, like, did we have to call it that? Like, did we have to give him the glory of having, like, a bill named after him? I'm sure the bill's actual name is not the Singleton Bill. I think it just, like, referenced it. But it's it's still ridiculous. But anyway, take it away. I've given the spoiler of all of the details. Um, So, Singleton was born and raised in Florida. So after his release, he returned to Florida. And in 1990, he was convicted of theft twice. It was both, like, 
petty theft, like $4 and like $14. At one point, he was sentenced to prison for like two months for one of them. Oh, it's but, actually like, a significant portion of his eight years, if <laughs> we're speaking in relative um, terms anyway. I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like petty theft, essentially, like nothing outrageous. Like he, it was not Grand Theft Auto. It was yeah. like... You know, I'm gonna he never tried to replace the blue van. No, I'm going to jack this pair of sunglasses and then, you know, the Walmart cop catches him. Gotcha. Um, so, nothing, like, let's just say nothing outrageous really happens with him after his release. Until, because it can't just stay this way, 1997, a neighbor, a neighbor? Wow. A neighbor. <laughs> A neighbor of Singleton calls the police to report that he can literally see Singleton assaulting a woman inside of his own home. Like, through the window can see this happen. That's like, what's that movie with Shia LaBeouf um, where he gets put on house arrest and he realizes that his neighbor is oh, a serial killer? Oh, oh, I don't know, but I really liked that movie. What I did too. What was uh, the name of that movie? Shit. Now I can't remember. Come on. That was back when Shia LaBeouf was a good actor. He's still a good actor. He just dances to weird songs sometimes. Do with- it! Oh, Disturbia. That's what it was. You're the winner. Yeah, but that's like something straight out of that movie. I wonder if that's where the inspiration came from. Um, I highly doubt it because I don't think his neighbor was on house arrest or a teenager. Loosely, thanks. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but anyway, like, can see this like poor woman being assaulted. Um, obviously because of Lawrence's past. Lawrence Singleton's past. Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe I should call him Singleton. Singleton's past. Um, the police respond fairly quickly to a call like this. Normally, I mean, they kind of like take their time because nothing is urgent. Um, no offense, I support the blue line, but sometimes y'all just take forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when the police responded, they found the deceased body of a woman named Roxanne Hayes, who was a local area sex worker and mother of three, who had multiple stab wounds to her upper body. Her upper body. Her upper body. <laughs> um, and obviously they found Singleton, who was covered in her blood. At the time of the murder, he was 69, so he's an old he was an old dude, and I called it. I knew someone did it. I knew someone got released. I get it, I get it. I was wrong. Um, oh, 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 okay. Um, so at his, obviously, he goes to a, at another trial because <clears throat> guy can't stay out of trouble. He was sentenced to death, um, but never actually made it. To death row? To, well, he was on death row, but he never actually like made it to the chair, let's just say. Yeah. Um, because he died of cancer in a prison hospital in 2001. Lucky bastard. He should have been fried. He should have been fried. Yeah. Or he should have had his arms hacked off. Or he death by firing squad. Yeah. <laughs> or they could have just lined him up and let women just, like, throw rocks, rocks at him until he died. I don't know. There was, like... I think they should have let Mary attack him with her claw. Ooh, and then push him off the Wi-Fi and let him bleed out. Yes. And if he crawled back up to the top, just kick him back down. <laughs> He was, yeah. well, I mean, he's. I'm sorry. Funny. Try again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the um, horrible, horrible story of Lawrence Singleton and the badass story of 
Mary Vincent and the tragic story of Roxanne Hayes all rolled into one neat little bloody package for you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) If you like this podcast, hopefully you do. Subscribe. Please. Give us lots of reviews. And download the episodes. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Blueberry. I'm sure there's some other smattering of some in there that I cannot recall. At this Those time. are the big ones. Um, we have an Instagram, True Crimes Outline Pod. Um, hit us up on that. We don't post a lot, but we'll get better about it. Maybe I promise. Maybe, maybe. It's a potential promise. Um. I promise to maybe try. <laughs> um, we have an email address, truecrimesoutlinepod. Is it pod or podcast? Pod. Truecrimesoutlinepod at gmail.com. Please send us all of your suggestions, what you want to listen to. This was a suggestion by my friend Hannah, who heard Melanie talking about old people committing murder and me telling her she's full of shit, and then <laughs> Hannah taking Melanie's side, which is fine. I forgive you. Um, I, Hannah, thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, send us your stuff, send us your thoughts, unless they're mean, and keep them to yourself. Yeah, only love here, and only murder. Only love in this club. Love and murder. It's a, it's a unique combination. <laughs> only found here after you guys saw my pod. <laughs> Alright, uh, that's our episode. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Tune in next time. We're also going to start releasing some little mini episodes every yes. once in a while. Just some stories that we think are interesting that don't really have enough information to give us a full 30 to 45 minutes. But we haven't had one that's 45 minutes. That was a total lie. Um, we have. Have we? Yeah. I Good think. for us. Okay. Um, well, then then my previous statement remains the same in that we're going to have little mini episodes that... Again, we just think are kind of interesting. The stories are kind of unique, and we just can't find enough information to make it a full episode. Um, We know we're a little inconsistent with releasing every week, so hopefully our little mini-episodes can redeem us. Help to ease some of that pain, because we know you love us. Um, But yeah, that's it. Signing off. See you next time. Bye.